0: Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine.
1: Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk. And you can find us, the easy way to find us on the website is just go to Fish Talk Radio, three words fishtalkradio.com. Go to our website, listen to the shows, uh, previous shows as far back as you want to go. They're all there. But we have with us right now our host, Frank Selby, who is the premier fly fishing angler uh, known worldwide. And Frank, welcome to the show. Yeah, well, it's been tough.
2: Oh, it God. looks like a little, uh,
1: Get a little tougher before it gets better. Well, you know, I was uh, thinking that by now we should be hitting the top of the curve. And I think we are. But it's going to be a long time before, if ever, the world returns to normal. Mm -hmm. Oh, it'll turn to normal. It's just going to take a long time. Well, Frank, the good news is, go ahead. The uh, least with the really good news is our fish are probably growing about an inch and a half a month because there's nobody out there taking bait or catching fish and we're uh, releasing them. Yeah. So I think we're going to have a great season the end of summer if we can get out there. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say that. uh, there's going to be a lot of pent-up demand, hopefully, yeah. soon. But, you know, you yes. just don't know. But, I've you know, it looks like in the next month things will open up and you'll be able to get on charter boats and go out. But in the meantime, those fish are out there wild and free, and there's no pressure on them.
3: Yeah. Hey guys, it's uh, time for us to take our first break. We've got uh, Captain Mike, Captain Mike O'Brien from Michael O'Brien Charters coming up next. So, everybody, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Fish Hunt Talk Radio.
4: can you share?
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Welcome to
1: Fish Hunt Talk. This is John Hennigan. And, of course, we have our host, Frank Selby, on the line with us. And, uh, Frank, why don't you introduce our first guest and uh, talk to him for a little bit about what's happening in uh, Florida.
8: Yes. uh, How
1: has the fishing been? But first, let's get your website out there.
8: Um, This is Captain Mike O'Brien, and my website's called com. And you have... com. .com. okay. Yes, sir, com. And you've been doing that now for how many years out there in Florida now? I've been guiding in the Key West area in the Lower Keys for the last 13 years. Yeah, I, I remember my... when you were a snot-nosed kid. Yeah, I grew up in California surfing, so, you know, that's a little different down there in Newport Beach. But out here, we surf the reef sometimes. And then uh, the fishing, I'm here for the fishing mostly, though. Tarpon, permit, and bonefish on fly. I think you're going to have a
1: great year this year.
8: Oh, man, it's really good already. Like, I don't know, for some reason it's super, super hot and the water. You know, I've already seen 86 degree water temperatures, like on the ocean even, you know. Wow. So we're fishing ocean flats, four feet of water, and there's schools of tarpon swimming. It feels more like late May. Yeah. And, you know, there's not like a million boats lined up right now either because, you know. Well, are you getting
1: any uh, pelagics like uh, uh, Dorado or you call them dolphin fish or whatever you call them? Yeah, um,
8: mahi, dorada, whatever you want to call yeah. them. Um, I don't fish like that, you know, unless I'm with a friend because I have a skiff. I fish for tarpon, permanent bonefish, inshore, But the offshore guys are going out catching uh, even swordfish. Sword, and I heard sail fishing was insane last week. Like one boat was out there and off of QS caught 46 sailfish in one day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my buddies were out a couple of days ago. Got six or seven to the boat, some on spin and a couple on fly rods. Um, like the blue water is really close. I like guess the Gulf Stream super close to the reef right now. So that's literally like five miles offshore from Key West in the lower Keys. Well, so I'm sure, I'm sure you got Frank excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we fished together. So yeah, i fished Frank a couple times. We had a lot of in fun through our down life. there in Dana Point. I don't know we we're fishing out of, out of tubes or whatever, like yeah, with my yeah, dad too. Tom O'Brien, yeah, yeah, that's my little brother,
1: yeah he's By funny, another right. mother
8: <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a stallion, yeah, we've had
1: a lot of fun over the years. He's went to Alaska he's went a lot of places with me,
8: yeah, my dad likes to get around, you know. You still going yeah. at 79 years old.
1: He's just a child. Don't change our ages or we'll shoot you.
8: I'm supposed to go to Montana with him this year. I don't know. We're supposed to go in July. I hope we can still go, you know. Um, yeah. Sooner or later, everything's going to mellow out a little bit. Um, you know, I know my clients can't get in here to fish right now with me, but my buddies and I are messing them up, um, you know. And then a couple of people live here are still going fishing with me, so that's cool. Paying, you know, paying the bills, yeah. them by.
1: Well, just uh, to uh, interject, um, you know, the charter boats are pretty much cut off, but yeah. you know, the, there's still, I think, maybe a lot of pent up demand. Um, yeah. And there's, you know, when we do get things back to what you might call normal, when people can go out. Uh, that means there's going to be that many more fish that haven't had the pressure.
8: Yeah, it's definitely nice to rest these fish like this because usually, you know, like the other day I'm fishing Sugarloaf Beach, and there's like, I don't know, yeah. two boats there instead of usually like 20 boats. So um, yeah. definitely what you're talking about, pressure, there's no pressure right now. There's just fishing guides mostly fishing, you know, with each other. And, you know, a couple people here and there with clients that like live here. If you don't live here on a home, you can't get to the Keys right now. Um, oh, Yeah, I mean, you can fly to Key West, but there's no hotels to stay in. All the restaurants are closed, and you're supposed to be in quarantine for two weeks. So you really can't come here and fish right now unless you own a home. Um, And then the road's closed, you know, at the top up in Homestead. So you can't drive in here unless you own a home or live here. Um, So this place, the Keys are in lockdown right now. Um, as, but I as went as to the grocery else. store actually found yeah. toilet paper today that was amazing first time in like six weeks i had seen toilet paper in the Winn-Dixie mm. <laughs> um, and it's really warm the water's warm the fish are happy the air's clean you know gas is cheap um, there's some really good things going on right now the only problem is everybody's like trying to make money so um, yeah, well what,
1: but, what safer place can you be but on a boat in the middle of the ocean there's no virus out
8: there yeah, right. You know, I take people out once in a while, some of my people that live here, and everybody's kind of like self-quarantining, you know, um, pretty safe, pretty spread out. And the Keys are pretty unpopulated anyway compared to the rest of the country. Yeah. Well, I can
1: think of worse places to be, you
8: uh, <laughs> uh, Right, and they didn't like really close get... down the boats or the boat ramp. Like, you can still go out on your boat, hang out on the sandbar, go fishing, um, yeah, I've noticed like in Manhattan Beach and Malibu, places in L.A. All those beaches are shut down. You can't even go surfing right now.
1: Yeah, uh, they they just opened up Huntington.
8: Yeah, really? Because I know Newport's yeah, you- Newport's open, man. They're surfing the wedge. They're surfing Fifty Sixth Street. Um, you know, my brother and his friends are surfing Santa Barbara and Ventura, but L.A. is closed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
8: And I, I hope they keep it closed for another couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but my landlord's a doctor, and she's pretty scared about this whole thing. So I don't know what to think. I just, you know, hope everybody like makes it through. And uh, you know what? Well, well, the race is pretty strong. We've made it this far.
1: Yeah, well, it, it's de- it's definitely real, and whatever it takes to knock it down, let's do it. But yeah, uh, I agree. you know, we're, there's a lot of pent up demand. For people that have been sitting and staring at their four walls on the TV set, staying at their home right. and drinking wine.
8: And, well, hopefully uh, they they're listening go fishing. talk and getting all stoked about fishing right now. Want to come yeah. and jump some spoons with Captain Don Miguel in the lower keys. Yeah. Well, hopefully
1: in July, August, and September. Of course, you guys have a season in the last year round, don't you?
8: Yeah, we do. I mean, our main season for Big Tarpon is. Um, March through June, but I mean, there's still big fish here till August, like, and then there's baby tarpon year-round, and the bone fishing and the permit fishing is sick in the fall, like August, September, October, early November, like, really good fishing. Um, Well, yeah, we got great fishing year-round, you know. um, Well, the point
1: is, now's the time, you know, to, to give you a call and, you know, make some plans for going down in the next couple of months.
8: Yeah, that'd be great. I'll I'm pretty open <laughs> wide open. So, uh, and and all my buddies are too, so you could bring a bunch of people with you, but you two people well, is guests. But... Spe- speaking of that, you got any special deals for all of us that have pent up demands to go fishing? You got any special things going on? Uh yeah, sure. Not really. I don't really give any discounts or anything, man. I just like my prices haven't really changed for 3 or 4 years. Um and uh, I'll just take you out, fish you a little longer than usual, you know, like nine, ten hour yeah. days instead of an eight hour day. Well,
1: what about um, what about accommodations? Can people come down there and, you know, and and go fishing with you and have a place to stay?
8: Sometimes you know, like um, in my house, sometimes the upstairs is open if my landlord's not around, but right now, now? <laughs> <laughs> I can get you a really good deal on my upstairs, <laughs> yeah. but you gotta fish with me a little bit to come and stay there. That's upper echelon clients, but and, you know and, and, he's you can you make breakfast for him. Oh yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I'm a pretty good cook. <laughs> <laughs> I live by myself. I've been divorced for 20 years, so I'm great. And I used to cook for my family when the kids were younger. So, like, I, I'm a great cook. Pretty good. And oh, I We'll have it. to
1: talk about that. That's my hobby.
8: Oh, nice, John. Nice.
3: Guys, we got about uh, 30 seconds left in the show. Go ahead and wrap it up. All Get right, that website hope, out uh, again. Just
8: uh, your your website again. Uh, West dot com. It's T-A-R-P-O-N-K-E-Y, uh, W-E-S-T dot com. T-A-R-P-O-N-K-E-Y-W-E-S-T.com. TarponKeyWest.com. and Captain Mike O'Brien, 305 304 That's right, TarponKeyWest.com. We can find
3: that. Yeah, we'll find that one for sure. Thanks so much, Mike. TarponKeyWest.com. This is Fish Hunt Talk Radio, we're having a good time.
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John
1: Hennigan, and of course we have our host, Frank Selby, um, on the line with us. And and Frank has invited a good friend of his who is, what can I say, he's the man. You know, when you think of uh, um, fly rods, in particular fly rods, there's one name that that is at the top. And that would be, Frank, who would that be? Gary Loomis. Yeah and, <laughs> and he was my boss and he was the best boss in the world when I was podcast oh. born. So that's Gary, how about giving you know, yeah. out your web and all that?
9: Well it's just, you know, you can do it either edgerods.com dot com or Gary Loomis. They'll all go to our website.
1: Well he's not hard to find, that's for sure. Like gary no, and he makes the best rod. well I wouldn't even want to ask you how many rods you've made in your career, gary, <laughs> but uh, with G. Loomis
9: hundreds uh, of thousands of them
1: I think they'd go
9: halfway around
1: the world if it wouldn't go all the way yeah
9: <laughs> well we're we're selling right now, we're selling all over the world we got uh, we got we got dealers now in Japan and Australia and Italy and Norway and Sweden and Uh,
1: Russia. You you built your name on G. Loomis Rods. Um, And then you have started another company called Edge. Give us an idea of the difference between the G. Loomis Rods and Edge.
9: Well, you know, it's just like... uh, a guy, a house builder. He builds his first house. It might be a nice house, but there's things that he wouldn't do again, and things that now that with new technology and materials he could do something even better. And that's somewhat what we've done there. Is I have just uh, picked up new materials and new processes, and uh, you know, got rid of the old cork handles. Uh, it was really hard to replace cork because we had had cork for a couple hundred years for for material for handles. But it's and I've always known that cork is not a conductor of sensitivity; it's a insulator. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I want something. I want to feel every bite that that fish gives me. And these new graphite handles are thirty percent lighter than cork. Ten times more more structurally sound, and I would say forty to fifty percent more sensitive. So wow. that was just that's a new new step up. And then as as technology grows and the demand on materials, new resin systems and and fibers, we're just able to do a lot more uh, with the new, better, stronger, tougher materials. Yeah, and it's still I still sell a rod
1: by the way you taught me. Okay. Take the tip, have him hold the rod, put the tip on your throat and say something and they can feel the vibration. Oh yeah.
9: I sold a probably two thousand four piece kits for you. Yeah, well you can you can do somewhat on on almost any rod, but when you do a comparison between ours and somebody else's, it's a complete eye-opener. Yeah, I know because I've
1: showed them that for a lot of years, and I was so happy that you taught me that. <laughs> you can always teach an old dog new trick. Uh, yeah, so Gary, a- Gary, something I'd like to throw in is that these are not something made in Taiwan. Uh, Uh, Where are your
9: rods made? Woodland, Washington. And I got to tell you, I don't know if it's this Corona thing or what, but our orders, I think, when people call in and stuff, they're tired of buying stuff from China. And uh, I think a lot of people are waking up to that. Yeah. Yeah, well, is. Is.
1: I mean, their material is always better.
9: Yeah. Well, the mean,
1: thing, I'm, it, I'm not saying they don't make some good stuff. No, no. But it, you know, when they're when they're paying somebody two dollars an hour, you know, it's not the same thing that you're going to get when you're paying somebody thirty, forty dollars an hour.
9: But the thing uh, is, they
1: know what they're doing.
9: Yeah. I think it's more important than that. Is what do they know about fly fishing? What do they Never know? about steelhead and bass fishing. They've never done it. They've never even seen one. No, so it's very hard to design and build something that you don't really know what the purpose and how it needs to be used. I've got the top 15% of the people in the world fishing my rods. And I got to tell you, I'm an awful good fisherman, but I'm not as good as they are. And I listen to them, what they need, to make a better tool to do what yeah. they're trying to do. Well, I you might
1: argue that point with you. <laughs> I think you're a great fisherman.
9: Oh, well. When you say I'm going down and get lunch, and you come back with the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think when we had the when we had the first G Loomis factory it was right here on the river. <laughs> and I would say in that probably nine years that we was there I probably went 200 times, lit the briquettes, and went down and caught <laughs> a fish to put on the barbecue <laughs> for lunch, and I think I only had to eat chicken three times out of that.
1: <laughs> Gary, I, just want to I know something. that. <laughs> That's why I said you're cribbing about not being a great fisherman. Well, <laughs> uh, Just let me say something real quick, Gary, is that. I, you know it and I've been involved in a lot of different businesses, and what I've found is that you know your rods are not cheap; they're made in the u s and you know they cost what they cost. but when you buy a piece of equipment, which is what you have, you know the price after a year or two doesn't really matter. you probably don't ever remember, but if it lasts from one generation to the next uh you know what you paid for it is no longer important it's a matter of what you buy if it does what you want it to do
9: yeah well we've been yeah. able to, we've been able to help that too because now we're selling directly to the fishermen oh. and so usually if i build a rod for $200 sell it to the dealer for $200 he sells it to the fisherman for 400 yeah this way here, I can turn around and sell a rod directly to the fisherman for three hundred dollars. He saves a hundred dollars. I make an additional hundred dollars, and I can take fifty dollars of that hundred dollars and put it back into the product right, and nobody can touch the quality, yeah. I remember at yeah. G. Loomis, a lot of times we had to decide whether we was going to use a $5 real seat or a $10 real seat. And by the time all of the price increases to get to the consumer, we had to use the $5 real seat because the other one put us out of the market that we was after. Yeah. So now we don't have to worry about that. All we have to do is to... Is to Right now, all of our guides on all of our rods are titanium-framed guides. Now, the difference between titanium and stainless steel is about two-thirds the weight. Oh. If I can take two-thirds of the weight out of the guides going all the way out to the tip, I can put a lot more energy into the cast, the hook set, the fighting, and the sensitivity. Mm. That's just one of the things that I can do. No other manufacturer in the world has all of their rods with titanium frame guides.
1: Well, you've always been the forerunner.
9: <laughs> well, like I said, I like to fish, and I want to be on that. I want to catch them. So- yeah. <laughs> We put into the I rods what we can do to make the rods
1: more sensitive. on your rods density. over my lifetime. What's that? I have caught a lot of fish on your rods over my lifetime.
9: Yes. And I
1: appreciate well, it. Again, again, it's like uh, what price do you put on quality? Because what yeah. you pay for it within a year or two after you amortize it is not important because it lasts forever. I mean, your rods will go down for generations.
9: Yeah, no, I've I've got people that have handed them from their son to their grandson, and call back and say, I don't think I'd be fishing with this unless it was from my grandfather that had bought your rods. Yeah, and they were yeah. good then, but now they're better. And I've got a great. They're
1: not they're not cheap, but they're not overpriced.
9: Yeah, no, we want to. They're not I want to keep them. I the fisherman is my, is my customer and I want to take care of him as much as I can. Yeah. But well, I got a new I'm, group of people that I'm passing all this technology onto it at, uh, Edge that I don't think I've ever had a, a better, a better group of people building our, pro- you know, building and working with the product. And I feel that they listen really good and, like I said, you and I, Frank, are getting, getting up there in years. We're not going to be here forever.
3: Guys, we've only got about uh, 30 seconds left in this segment. So, Gary, go ahead and get that website out there again.
9: Well, you can get either way. You can go edgerods.com. Let's just go with that. Edgerods.com. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, get in touch with Gary Loomis. He's the man. V-Man. When it comes to fishing rods, V Man.
3: Yeah. And even in Uh, this
1: dire straits
9: that we're in, still shipping.
3: Still shipping edge rods. Thanks so much, Gary. Coming up next we've got Brian Hatch from AO Coolers. Hope you can stick around. This is Fish Hunt Talk Radio.
4: EPA estimated 25 mpg highway based on V6 4x2. A full service fly shop. His and her fly fishing offers FFI certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you You need flies and gear. Google his and her fly fishing.
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan.
1: This is John Hennigan, and we also have our host, Frank Selby. And we have another very special guest, friend of mine, that uh, is somebody that manufactures an incredible product in the United States. And it's just, I can tell you that it's, it's my favorite and uh, it doesn't make any difference what you pay for something, you know. It's what you get for what you pay. But we got Brian that I'd like to have him introduce himself.
2: How are we doing, John? Just keeps getting better. It keeps getting better, exactly, exactly. Well, good. Yeah. Hopefully, well, good. You know, go ahead. Yeah. But, so, um, go ahead. So we um, have a facility. Uh, in Tennessee, and that company is called Hatch Coolers. And uh, they were the the factory that came out with the soft-sided cooler over uh, 30 years ago, uh, actually. They were the pioneer of the soft-sided coolers before they started becoming uh, very popular. Um, And that factory has been making them um, with our sewers there for years and years. Um, And then when the coronavirus hit and everything was shut down, um we started getting phone calls to uh make masks. So oh. we've we've uh we've switched over uh to making coolers, bought some new sewing machines, um, and now we're making um masks for just about any any business out there. Um got the design, thought of a nice design. Now we're using hundred percent cotton. Um, so kind of like our coolers, we just want to make sure that is a little bit better than some of the masks that are out there in a high quality. And so we're, uh, well, we've been and up and made, running now
1: and they're, for, and they're, uh, they're made in the USA.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Made right in our factory in, uh, in Tennessee, right in Tennessee. Uh, uh, how, we, I got a quick question. Yeah. How would we order them? If somebody's listening and needs the mask, how would they order them from you? So you can go direct to, uh, we have two websites. You can go to, uh, Hatch Coolers, H-A-T-C-H Coolers dot com, uh, and order them right there. Uh, or if more people are familiar with AO Coolers dot com, uh, we have them on there also, uh, offering, uh, three, uh, three different colors. Uh, they're all reusable and they have a, uh, nice Pocket where you can put a filter in there. Uh, a lot of these masks don't have filters, and that kind of uh, doesn't. Well, the, a
1: good problem for me is that
2: most masks
1: are very uncomfortable, and I don't like that. hmm
2: mm-hmm. So with these, with the, with the 100% cotton, that makes it breathe a little bit easier, and it's a little bit cooler. Uh, Um, So I found that these have been wonderful uh, to to use. Uh, And and pretty much, you know, all companies and where you go, um, you're going to have to have some kind of mask, you know. And the the disposable ones, Uh, you know, they're going to fill up our landfills. And, you know, uh, you can't use them much. With this, you can put it in uh, your sink and wash it and, and start using it again. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I went to the grocery store the other day.
2: Did we lose you, John?
3: sound like we may have lost John Frank, go ahead and take over there, buddy.
1: yeah oh, yeah, <laughs> I just thought I was lost for a second, yeah, <laughs> I love your coolers. Oh,
2: and my thank the you.
9: backpack is my favorite
1: i, I you, oh you say twenty five pounds. But I had 35 pounds on it from Mexico with fresh (laughs) filleted fish. You brought the fish back, did you? Yeah. Every time I go down, I try to bring a few Dorado. Uh
2: Uh-huh. I like Dorado a lot. Yeah. And I like the old fence post. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We have a uh, new to the fishing. Also, we have the new uh, um, the insulated fish bags that we came out with. So I don't know if you've seen those, and those are on uh, AO Coolers website. But the uh, uh, the fish kill bags, and then we are just we were, they're in, they're available at West Marine. You can get those in the fillet bags, um, and so those just came out. You know, unfortunately, when all this started going haywire and stuff. So um, we're getting ready to sell those too. Well, private
1: boaters, but a fish bag means that if you catch a fish, instead of throwing it in a canvas bag that's sitting in the sun, um, you bring the fish aboard. And and then how, how big is this thing? How how big of a fish can you put in it?
2: Well, we have two sizes. We have one that's four uh, feet long, and the other one is six feet long. Wow! So it's a, it's it's a good amount. You can fit a bunch of fish in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you put you put put that in and maybe some ice and you got your fresh fish, when you take it back and get it uh filleted, it's you know, the eyes are still clear. And yeah. You don't throw it up on a concrete deck and have the you know whatever it is, but you have it done right. And the whole yeah. secret is...
2: And then, like you were saying, when you fillet them up, one thing that we, we came out with this year, it's, which we were surprised the market didn't have, is uh, we came out with our own fillet bags. So instead of just using a regular plastic bag that, you know, usually rip and stuff like that, we uh, we came out with a Mylar fillet bag, uh, which is just a lot stronger. Um, it, it keeps the fresh, you know, uh a fresher, you know, it keeps the fish fresher. Um and then we put some information on the back of it so you could write down so it has the species yeah. that you caught. Now is this a ziploc or a vacuum bag? It's it's either one. You can you can ziplock it or you can vacuum seal it. Oh. You know, and uh, and on the back, like I said, you can put the information about the fish, the date, the location, and the species. It just makes it uh, a little bit easier. It's a nicer bag. Uh, it's not going to rip uh, on you. Um, and if you want to, you can wash it out and reuse it again. Yeah. Take it
1: you know? home, put it in the freezer.
2: Yep, okay. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, but those are brand new. So we're we're excited to see how see how they uh, see how they do. Well, I
3: got to get. Hmm. Uh oh, Did we lose John again?
2: Right. He no, i John again. Okay. <laughs> okay. He must be no, on, he, he must <laughs> he must be fishing somewhere.
3: That's what's happening. No, Mark, <laughs> you're there. I'm here. Yeah, we're still, we still got you, John. Go ahead.
1: All right. No, you're trying to get rid of me, but I'm still here.
5: How did you
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're not uh, trying to get rid of you. John, what have you What have you seen with people fishing in the industry on people fishing with all this uh, going on? Well, all of the charter
1: boats are shut down. And what that means is that the uh, there's a lot of pent-up demand. You know, mm-hmm. I think in the next month or two, you know, we're going to see an explosion of people that want to get out. of Yeah. And right now it's a good time to go online and check out the stuff. And again, I mentioned earlier, your stuff isn't cheap, but it's certainly not overpriced. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of companies out there that have the name brand that are a lot more expensive than yours because you're, Pretty much direct. You know, yeah, American made, and you sell directly. Um, so again, it's not what you pay; it's what you get. And if you got something that that's going to last for generations, then the price you pay for it doesn't become that important anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I can attest to that. The way I use that backpack. Oh, I love that backpack. I carry it everywhere. When I'm guiding, I put our lunches in it. We've got a couple of frozen bottles of water and some Pepsi's, and then three bottles of beer when we get done. <laughs> I don't no let them drink while we're also, also, Frank, you can take it to the grocery store. Yeah. And if yep. you buy a rotisserie chicken or frozen foods, um, It's so simple and easy, and it's not that expensive. No, it's not. Carry on. You don't have to pay for it. You can bring back 20.
2: Yeah, they're, they're easy to, to uh, but we have a lot of people that are going to the grocery stores now because obviously people aren't going out to eat as much. And so they take the coolers and, and put their fresh food or the meat in there. Uh, and then it keeps it fresh when they, uh, when they have to drive home and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that helps out a lot. And that's
1: well, I'm AO. Try o coolers. is that um, AO is, I didn't realize it at first, but AO is American Outdoors. Correct. AOCoolers.com. Correct. Yep. And you can go to Rick. Oh, by the way, on the mask, let's just say I wanted to buy a dozen masks or half a dozen masks. Go to your website. What's an idea of the price?
2: Uh, So there's a dozen of them. Let me check it here right now. Um. Let me bring it up quickly. All right. Um, so we have different quantities uh, in there. And so, uh, here it is. Um, well, don't hurt yourself. I know. <laughs> it's hard. Um, so if you want to get a, a dozen, we do them like in uh, 16. So if you want to get 16 of them, um, they'd be uh seven thirty five each. And um, that includes free shipping and everything. Well, I just bought one at a store
1: the other day and it's not that comfortable and mm-hmm. it cost me 8 bucks.
9: Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. So, either, you know, uh $7 and this includes like I said the shipping uh to you. So,
1: yeah. Uh and you get 16 of those. You and your yeah. family are covered because they're uh rewashable a, and recleanable and they work. Yep.
3: Hey guys, we've yep. got about uh, thirty seconds left in the show, so let's get that website back out there again so we can uh, contact Brian Hatch from AO Coolers.
1: I can do right, so, that.
2: It's Po yep, a- 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 <laughs> Ao Coolers dot com. It's easy. That yep. is easy. and then the one the one in Tennessee would be Hatch Coolers, H A T C H Coolers, C O O L E R S dot com, and that's uh, straight from the manufacturer right there.
3: Sweet deal, oh, sweet don't. deal. Thank you so much, Brian. This is Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and uh, we're not gone yet. We'll be back, so stay tuned. Back
7: We have something new and exciting for all fishermen and fisherwomen
4: Yeah, it's a big one.
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan.
1: This is John
0: Hennigan, and we have, of course, our
1: host, Frank Selby. Hey, Frank, after the yeah. little show, I get to talk to you for a couple minutes. Okay, no problem. Well, <laughs> I, I'll tell you how crazy I'm getting. My neighbor asked me to feed his fish in his little pond. He's got these coins. Yeah. I almost went fishing in the pond for the koi.
2: <laughs>
1: but Arnold would have killed me, or Debbie would have shot me. But uh-huh. I was well, you don't Did kill you them. You, just, little... you know, I'm, Frank, I think, you know what the difference is between a goldfish and a koi? No. I don't think there is a difference. <laughs> hey, just... I made carp, and they weren't that bad, buffalo head carp. <laughs> well, you used to have that yeah. every Friday in the orphanage. Wow. Know. <laughs> That's a great story. One of these days we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, well that was about what, seventy-five, eighty years ago. Uh we'll not talk about that. <laughs> I'm I'm only oh they made me forty nine now or fifty nine. Yeah. I stayed twenty-nine for over forty years. Yeah. And well, course, how, have you been getting any calls for Mexico, John? Uh, not really, but the airport's shut down right now. Yeah. And we don't really know what's going to happen. But uh, if anybody's interested in going down this fall, I'd love to take care of you. And my number yeah. is 805-207-3522. And you will talk to me directly. And even if you don't stay in my condo or whatever it is, you can't believe what I can do for you down there. I'm a local. It's 805-207-3522. Anyway, Frank, um, one of the things I wanted to mention is that good news, bad news. Because of this uh, situation where all the charter boats are shut down, the fishing pressure is it's you know probably ten percent of what it was. Less What's than that. to all these? What happened to all these fish that aren't being caught? They're getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so Usually think, the bass yeah. grow about an inch and a half a month. Yeah. So the ones that weren't quite legal in January, they're way over legal. Well, you know in Alaska, the silvers uh the end of the season, most of the places close on you know Labor Day, but uh Clover Pass resort is uh, stays open until uh, October one, and those salmon can put on as much of as much as a pound a week for the last month, yeah, so we do have a of the trip around. Well, we do have a trip. Uh, we put started in July, but that ain't going to happen. So we're going to go September 19th to the 23rd. And it's almost free, like less than two grand. And, you know, it'd be fantastic fishing. It gets a little cooler, maybe more rain, but hey, it, can, it always rains up there. But the rain will come melt. out. They don't melt. Well, I mean, it'll rain for an hour or so, and then the sun comes out. So, not a big deal.
3: Got about a minute left in the show, guys. Just about a minute left.
1: All right. So, anyway, Frank, we got to go. But uh, get in touch if you're interested in going to Alaska in September 19th or the 23rd. And if you want to go to Cabo, let me know. We'll work something out because things have to change. And the fishing everywhere this fall is going to be fantastic. What do you think, Frank? I think you got a plan good plan there should be a
3: lot of people ready to go at that time i think everybody's ready to go listen this is fish hunt talk radio go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want and thank you so much for listening this time around thanks so much guys we'll talk to you next week